0: The revolution starting inside Agsized an instrumental part of a gore worldwide. Agore worldwide, a gore worldwide. Counter-economics. Agorist strip Black market click. Move a quick flip. Can't regulate this. Agorist strip Black market click. Move a quick flip. Can't regulate this. Agorist. Agorist. Agorist.
1: Agorist. 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 agorist.
2: agorist. This is the Agores Podcast. I'm Brandon. I've got my great co-host, Dag. How are you doing, Dag? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, man. How's it going? Pretty good. Been super busy. I'm glad that we got uh, Rafael Verde on the fly. Um, before we introduce him, though, shout out to our sponsor, PreSearch, Decentralized Search Engine. Uh, you know, don't get censored when you search. So if you're trying to find... You know Hillary Clinton's kill list or whatever. You can probably find it on a different platform other than Google. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, and then you know earn crypto as crypto you search. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then uh, hit hit our pre search affiliate link so they they know that we're worth um worth sponsoring too. But uh, but we've got Le Verde in the house wearing a bisque shirt. How how you doing, Laverde? I'm
0: doing great. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for having me, guys.
2: Cool, man, you look great, man. Tan and everything, so. I'm Miami, all getting Miami. jealous
0: over here. Yeah, Miami. <laughs> Crypto well, capital of the world. That is, it's Miami. cute. Looks like a kitty. <laughs> yeah, it's bitch. yeah, bro, you're not far from me.
1: Come on by for a beer.
0: All right, where you at? Just hit me up, let me know.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I- I'm actually like four hours away, but you know, relatively speaking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, you never know. Uh,
1: so, I'm it? to you down to Miami for uh, some sort of Bitcoin event.
0: Yeah, BTC21 Miami was here. I've been living under
1: a rock, so you have to fill me in.
0: Yeah, BTC Miami was here. Also, the shitcoin conference. Also, um, a slew of other events. A bunch of NFT conferences. Uh, I was at a a lightning network developer conference, like mini conference yesterday. Uh, There's another like... New World Order conference happening in Orlando. Like Florida is where it's at right now with crypto. It's crazy, a lot of, because it's open. So there's a, there's a lot of things going on here.
1: Cool, cool. But yeah, what? You, yeah, there's um, yeah, there are actually live events.
2: What do you think about uh, what do you think about NFTs? Because every time I look at NFTs, I'm like, okay, I don't really feel like. Me trading crypto for some kind of NFT is really—I don't know—I um, don't know what you want to call it. I don't—I don't really feel like it's as valuable as the crypto that I'm trading it for. What What are your thoughts on it?
0: Well, my favorite NFT are the Casasius coins. Uh, they are like you guys remember the Cassatius coins. They're early Bitcoin physical gold tokens with a QR code behind a holographic. Um, like sticker. So you have the private key in a physical form. It's like a physical barrier asset, like bear assets. It's freaking amazing. I think those are my favorites. They were like, in my opinion, like the first NFT. And the best thing about them is that you get an unsplit UTXO set when you buy them. So you get a BTC, a Bitcoin cash and a BSV. They're amazing.
2: Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, those are my favorite NFTs. Yeah. Um,
2: I thought you'd like the Lucy and
0: Tacos NFT. Or, uh, yeah, those are you cool. Know. But when you're talking about actually buying something that that you're you're still keeping the, the worth of your crypto, but now you're buying it in a different form. You're now you have it in a different form, right?
1: You
0: right. The private key itself in a physical form. So it's really cool because the guy that created the Casasius coins. He created them when they were like, really, you know, Bitcoin was like not even a hundred bucks. So they've gone on for this long. And if he would have like cheated and kept the private keys or he would have emptied up, emptied out a lot of wallets by now. You know what I mean? If he would have been, if he would have cheated. So the longer time goes on, the more trustworthy these coins become. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they uh, they seem cool. Yeah, um, for sure
0: yeah they're pretty awesome and there's a, the cool thing is is that when you look at all of the early like physical like physical bitcoin coins that have bitcoins in them uh, you know the, the, they actually have the private key in the coin in the gold coin itself you see in the art exactly where our minds were at the beginning of all of this those complete crypto anarchy anarchism like this is fucking beautiful dude to like look at the art you have someone like Xander spooner on them it's like da vinci like it's really cool they're really cool dude like that's what i i I, those are my favorite nfts Um Uh, yeah give me three spooners right like so yeah yeah Crazy, you know, crazy. Let me get a Spooner so... and a
2: Bastia, and uh... I really like. No, so there, I think there's a
0: Bastia, there's a Spooner, there's, a Spooners, there's yeah. <laughs> like Mises, Rothbard. There's like, they're really cool. There's Aristotle's, or you name it, they're really cool.
2: So uh, t- tell us what's cool going on this for the, year for the NFTs and
1: some of some lag or something?
0: Yeah, I think there's a little lag.
1: Yeah, there must be. Oh, that's okay. You go ahead, Brandon.
2: All right. Yeah. Tell us what's going on this year, like, at all these conferences that you're – like, is there, like, a main theme or is there, is there, like, just a different environment? Like, what's going on at all these conferences, man?
0: Well, um, my personal perspective, when you, when you ask someone this, you know, you're looking through their eyes. In my eyes, I see I've grown to have a lot of compassion – for people in crypto in general, see a lot of ignorance, but I see a lot of good intentions. For example, um, with Bitcoin BTC, uh, you see that a lot of the more libertarian crowd is still pushing for Bitcoin BTC to be a privacy coin of sorts. And right now, they're pushing Taproots. At the same time, all of the institutional money that is starting to control BTC wants more blockchain analytics. So you what you're seeing in real time right now the BTC community being pushed in two different directions, right? Privacy on one direction, and more compliance, more blockchain analytics from the institutional guys like like Elon Musk, like Michael Saylor. So it's really interesting. I think we're gonna probably see a civil war happen in BTC, probably more than likely. So you guys know about Taproots? What's happening with Taproots? A little bit. It's like, um, so what they did in the beginning with SegWit was that they removed the chain of digital signatures onto an extended block. This is section two of the white paper. As a big blocker, I've always understood Bitcoin to never be a privacy coin. I always understood Bitcoin to be an actual engine of truth, an engine of collaboration, a machine that whose primary purpose is entrepreneurship on chain. People in BTC saw, saw it different. They always wanted to make Bitcoin a privacy coin. So in their efforts, what they did is, is that they removed the chain of digital signatures onto an extended block and now what they're doing with Taproots is, is that they're aggregating signatures in a very kind of my analysts, my 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 business partners are telling me and these guys are amazing that it's not even you can't even call it a half ass version of ring signatures because it's not. It's way less than that. Um, we're about to do an, an uh, a write up on Taproots at the Crypto Vigilante for our subscribers. Uh, Mr. Y is heading it up. Mr. Y is incredible, guys. Mr. Y, when I met him, I thought he was Nicholas von Saberhagen. like. Like, for real, I thought he was. He <laughs> tells me what he isn't, but I thought he was. I mean, he's talking to me about things, about Monero, that only if you were there at the beginning of it would you have known. You know what I mean? So but he, so he was. He was there, but I don't – I don't. he says he's not Nicholas von Saberhagen, so he's not Nicholas von Saberhagen, right? I mean, I'll take him at his word. But I thought he was when I first met him. Anyway, Mr. Y is going to be doing an analysis on Taproots coming up. And that's going to be pretty exciting to to, to read. Um, obviously, Taproots does not have ring confidential transactions. There's no ring CT, so there's no hiding of the amount transacted on chain. And there's also no stealth abre- uh, addresses. What there is is like an aggregation of UTXOs that, and I'm probably butchering it right now because I'm still studying it. Um, you use one UTXO and you kind of it's almost like a mixer on chain, but not really. It's, it's kind of a weird little thing. Um, so they're moving slowly, um, in a positive direction. You know, BTC, have you guys heard of like Nick Land, the accelerationist? I haven't. He talks about,
1: about, I don't think I'm familiar.
0: So excellent accelerationism is the philosophy where you wanna just go fast, build fast, build now, build fast, just go, build. If it breaks, cool, fix it, go, keep going. Um, Nick Land, uh, he's writing a book about Bitcoin. I think it's called Bitcoin Space and Time or something like that. supposed to be a book. He's like a philosopher, he's a cool dude. Google him, Nick Land. So, BTC, in the way that they approach things, they are not like, they are not accelerationist at all. you can tell, they go slow, right? They want to, their goal, a lot of people within BTC, their goal is to bring privacy to BTC, but they take their time, right? Which is okay. I guess it's good, right? To be as peer-reviewed as possible. It's a good thing. Um, I don't, and the problem. but they're going to have a problem with institutional money and people like Sailor wanting block, more blockchain analytics. So they're going to be having a real big problem with that. Monero, Monero has been accused in the past of being an accelerationist and they kind of are because like, but Monero's very, like the more Monero moves on, the more they're careful, right? Like, remember like, um, random X had four independent audits before they, before they actually, yeah. you know, in, in, in installed it, um, pirate chain is super accelerationist, let's, let's have the coin emission now as much as possible. Let's scale, let's do this, let's just go, go, go. So pirate chain has become, in my opinion, like the acceleration is privacy coin and the way that they're just developing fast, man. Now they're building pirate decks, they're building atomic swaps, they're building, they're just go, 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 go. There's, there's just, yeah, I, I, which is good, but at the same time, we're at the point where we're like, whoa, slow down, bro. Like we need to do a lot of peer reviewed audits. We like what you guys are doing, but now what the crypto vigilante is pushing is for peer reviewed audits of, of everything that they inherited from Zcash, things that they're working on. So we wanna see peer reviewed audits of everything that has uh, that, you know, that makes up pirate chain. We wanna see peer reviews, pre-reviewed audits of of uh, Halo Arc when it comes out, which is the the uh, getting rid of the necessity of having a trusted setup. Halo Arc is a way to set up the zero knowledge parameters without the need of having a trusted setup. So once that comes out and it's adopted by Zcash and then adopted by Pirate Chain, we need to see an independent audit of that. So we're pushing for that. We are all for that, we're here as a Crypto Vigilante to support any, endeav- any endeavor that wants to do peer-reviewed audits of Pirate Chain. Because I think Pirate Chain, since they've, they, they have been super accelerationist, we kind of want to... Now is the time for us as a community to say, hey, wait a minute. Okay, slow down and let's start doing peer-reviewed audits. Like really inv- putting our money where our mouth is saying we're going to trust, but we're going to also verify and we're going to do peer-review audits. So that's something that we've been um, motivating the pirate devs. Not themselves, but we're motivating the the community at large to do that, and we're here to keep promoting that. And maybe even, yeah, lead by example and and help in those endeavors. Um, I don't think Monero needs that as much as Pirate Chain, but Monero still... um, I mean, I would love to see something more than just a Monero research lab. I love Sarang. I love Sarad. I love uh, Sax- Samsung Galaxy Player, Justin Ehrenhofer, who had a controversy recently. Um, I, I love uh, Howard Shu. I love the work that they do. However, I want to see... I would love to see three, four, five Monero research labs. Does that make sense? Like, all of them oh, yeah. contributing code. So it's... Um, yeah that's that's just my humble opinion on things and where we're at in the space
2: where do you see the future can, of crypto? Um, can i ask you
1: something about pirate chain or no go yeah go, go ahead Doug. go for it um so i've um i'm not really familiar with the situation but i've recently seen some um i, I don't know social media what have you about pirate chain saying something like oh a very massive amount of the coins are already like mined or out there, like 90 something percent or whatever. And I, I don't know. I didn't really know what to make of that. If that was true or why that is, or if that's even a bad thing or, or what, do you have any insight on that?
0: What percent of of Monero has been mined? It's almost the same. I mean, I think next year, I have no idea. Look it up pretty soon in the near future in the next couple of years, in the next year or so, we start going into the tail end emission of, of Monero, like we're not too far away from it. So, like twenty twenty four or something like that. So, so it's okay. Yeah, their accelerationist and the and what they did was that they mm-hmm. they just had an emission that was fast. They actually, uh, what they they wanted to jumpstart their economy and they actually did it. They're doing it. So. They wanted to, their goal was to catch up to Monero, right? By creating a okay. sense of urgency. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's I even know that there was uh, a lot of initiatives in the early days of, of Pirate Chain to spread the wealth per se through different initiatives. Like, so there is, uh, so there's, to make sure that there's not, you know, just to make people feel more comfortable about that. Overall, this is an anti-capitalist argument because those who took the risk first, you know, this is open source. Everyone was welcome to participate voluntarily or not in a network. It's open source. You wanna be part of it, you're part of it. Those are the conditions of the emissions met that the community accepted. Those that invested in the project first and took the entrepreneurial risk to be part of it ought to be rewarded. We can make the same arguments about satoshi and the early bitcoin miners as well but
2: mm-hmm.
0: it is what it is man it is what it is you know like um like i said at the beginning pirate chain is the accelerationist pri- privacy coin per excellence and that's just part of their culture they're just going fast 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 build 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 and so yeah, that's that's um cool. Maybe maybe my answer doesn't satisfy everyone to your question, and that's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And and that's yeah, why sure. we have options in the market where we have Monero. But Monero is just is probably has an emission that arguably is fast as well, but it's just it's been through a longer span of time. Um, but yeah, the, the idea behind that fast emission was to do it fast to Accelerate development. The, another example of an accelerationist in crypto would be Vitalik and Ethereum, right? Vitalik and Ethereum. They, mm-hmm. I'll give you guys an example. Um, when Vitalik and Ethereum were creating, with uh, my buddy, um, with all the early Ethereum developers, they were in Zug, Switzerland, putting together Ethereum. Next door to them, in the same building, was a crew. Called open transactions. Guys wanna learn about a badass project that almost no one knows about. And in my opinion, it's probably one of the most baddest projects in the world. And almost no one's ever heard about it. OpenTransactions.org. Go to it, research it. Open transactions is fucking amazing, dude. It's after Bitcoin in the early days, it was always my favorite project before Monero. Open Transactions has been long has been in the space longer than Bitcoin. Open transactions was started by the creator of triple entry accounting, Ian Grigg himself, who created Ricardian contracts, who made the whole notion of a blockchain possible. Chris Odom, by the name of fellow traveler, that's his like, he's 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 an open dude. Fellow traveler took the code that started safe and open transactions by Ian Grigg and created the open transactions library. Open transactions has had many market attempts in the market attempts on penetrating the market via the private sector. They were never, in my opinion, scammers at all because they never, they could have partaking in an ICO. Actually, they had more reason to partake in an ICO than anyone else in all of crypto, and they never did. Open transactions, were very careful in their development, extremely careful in their development, and they never over-promised anything. They never promised anything. They were never a promised coin. Shit, they never even launched their own coin. They were that meticulous and that precise. Next door to them in the same building in Switzerland, you had Ethereum. And Ethereum, without having anything done, knowing that it won't scale, launched it to the world, through an ICO and it's become after MasterCoin, the father of ICOs and look at the shit show that it has been throughout it, all of its history, right? The promise coin that is always, always, you know, just wait on it in the future for it to develop some more. So Ethereum is the accelerationist coin in all of crypto that everyone's like, oh wow, Ethereum. And people like that as if that's a great thing. Something okay. In some regards, it is good, but at the same time, it's mm, no, not really. There should be a balance here, right? Um, I really like there's so, both extremes are bad, right? On one extreme, you have Ethereum, which just goes and arguably it's a a scam because it's just, it doesn't scale. We, We know it doesn't scale. We know that the economic structure is 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 a disincentive to be part of that network because the more successful you are as a dap a decentralized application on ethereum the more than likely you will fail and you will bring the network to a fault to to a halt so it's almost like your success in ethereum is your failure is the failure of the whole network It's the weirdest thing but yet everyone looks at ethereum like it's this magical pony with unicorn and rainbows and, and all the shit But 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 that in itself is not something that any entrepreneur should in my opinion look at like, oh I'm gonna go build on a solid foundation. That is not a solid foundation. It's full of promises, right? Okay On the other extreme you have open transactions that were so careful That they never really launched the way that I ever that I wanted them to They're finally launching in a way that I think they finally got themselves a good outfit. It's called matterfy and I'm really looking forward to, to to what they're gonna bring to the world. So, so they, were, um, they were they were they 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 took the approach of the startup, like the old school startup. And they first were Monetos, a startup that, that didn't work. Then they were Stash Crypto, that didn't work. Then they were ruined for a little bit, that didn't work. And now Open Transactions is um, is 5 so this is another go at it. I think I like the team. This is the best team that I've seen for executing open transactions. Open transactions, this is an open library. It's freaking amazing. Um, it's honestly, dude, it's, it's so far ahead of its time that if you were to compare it to anything in crypto right now, it's still far ahead of everything. It gives you everything you ever wanted. It gives you the decentralized exchange. They were literally the first decentralized exchange before there was a decentralized exchange. Open transactions was the first DeFi before there was a DeFi. It's wild, dude. It's it like, it's, it's crazy. And they're not even a blockchain. They're a Confederate uh, system of servers, a Confederate network of servers. It's super cool. It's all based on the Ricardian contract and the triple entry accounting created by Grigg. it's Grigg. It's, it's, it's phenomenal technology. Um, it's actually the technology upon which Open Bazaar, you guys remember Open Bazaar? Oh, yeah. So Open Bazaar was created based on this technology. So it's, um, so Open Bazaar is actually for anyone watching this right now. And if you're a front end developer, Chris Passia, the developer of Open Bazaar is looking for front end developers to help him with Open Bazaar. If you're interested, look him up on Twitter and send them a message see Pasia at see or at Chris Pasia. So they made the mistake open bazaar of going with venture capital and that what does venture capital do? It ties your hands and you have to be their bitch. Kind of they learned their med- they, they learned that now they're going full open source. Like they should have in my opinion from day one open bazaar is awesome. It's, it's, it's like the eBay, Amazon, decentralized eBay, Amazon um and they take monero but they, they they will now um and pirate chain is freaking awesome dude so um anyone watching this hit, hit, hit up uh chris Pasia, hit up the open bazaar team if you want to join that project it's also open source go for it uh so i gave you two awesome projects so y'all to geek out over um but yeah um how you guys doing how's everything going with the agra's nexus what's up Pretty good, man.
2: We're about to launch a documentary here. Wendy McElroy is writing a book for us. Um, I'm going on a little vacay. So Dag's going to be spearheading the podcast for a while, but, uh, but yeah, everything seems great. We've got home Graham. Yeah. Graham. Graham keeps pumping out <laughs> articles for us. So, uh, and then Jeremiah and Lily always do great work. So yeah, we're, we're really happy and uh, and yeah, yeah. That's us, man. But uh, where where do you see crypto as a, as a whole? Like, if I if I I want to go inside Rafael Verde's brain and uh, and I want to know, like, what would your perfect vision of 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 crypto be in the future?
0: um huh i would want privacy coins to be adapt adopted by the masses monero especially Mm. i would love to see more monero research labs headed by more people interested in cryptography uh like i said i love everyone at the monero research lab but i want to see more dudes like contributing to it um in regards to monero I, i i like the uh, SHA 3. I, uh, I was more on the SHA 3 th- side of things like Fluffy Pony. I would have loved it if we would have gone through to SHA 3 instead of Random X. We got Random X. Random X is working great. I interviewed Howard Shue not too long ago. And hey, it's, it's working. It's working. But we always have that SHA 3 option. So, but yes, I would lo- definitely like to see more interest uh, of, from cryptographers all around the world. I actually would like to. Um, somehow incentivize and pull all of the cryptographic talent in the world to crypto. And I'm actually, cause I'm actually, uh, planning out scheming and really thinking about how to do that right now. And I, and I would like to make the agris next is probably part of this venture in the future to incentivize PhD cryptographers to come into crypto, to, to get it involved, to get involved in Monero, to get involved in pirate chain, zero knowledge groups. Um, So that's what I would like to see. I would love to see more peer review audits of, of ZK snarks, of everything that makes a pirate chain. I, so I would love to see the privacy coin sector get more like PhD cryptographer involvement and more contribution and more um, audits and more adoption. Um, In the open world, open world, in the open world. Okay, one thing else, something else that I would like to see, I would like to see a, you know, when things are not working out, I think it's good to just cut court like just to cut just, yeah, things are not working out in a relationship. end it. you know what I mean? Yeah, BTC right now, there's a lot of libertarians in BTC that would love to make BTC into a privacy coin. That's why they're pushing for tap roots. That would be amazing. Andrew Polstra of Blockstream right now is working and I want to interview him. He's working on, actually I might want to even just have him at the Crypto Vigilante Summit coming up uh, in a couple months. Uh, And I would love to have him, because he's doing, he, he wants to use the Lightning Network as a place for all the coins to do like swaps, like almost like atomic swaps using the Lightning Network. That's amazing, that's an amazing use of the Lightning Network the lightning network i've been very critical of it i still think that it has a lot of work to do but that's a good that's a good motivation that's something that we should champion i think that we should champion what they're trying to do with taproots and kind of everyone that is an advocate for privacy coins to 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 to, to, to empower those guys in btc and to back them up if you're a privacy coin advocate and you see what they're trying to do with BTC with taproots, that's a push in the right direction. We should support them, guys. We should support them. I'm not the biggest BTC fan, but I know we're, you know, I give I, I love this endeavor. They're trying to make BTC as private as possible. Let's push them.
1: Hey guys, quick pause here to tell you about our sponsor, DeVault Cryptocurrency ticker symbol DVT is a low cap coin with a market cap around 900,000. So there could be room for opportunity here, not financial advice, but we really like this project.
2: Yeah, the default core wallet is one of the best I've ever seen. Um, Very user friendly, super easy to use with cold staking rewards. So it's like getting interest. Um, They're working on privacy with Terraform. Also uh, DeFi to decentralize and replace financial institutions.
1: So go ahead and check them out over at devault.cc and get you a devault core wallet today. Also, be sure to check out the show notes to find exchanges that they are traded on. With that said, let's get back to the show.
0: So BTC is, I, like I explained earlier, it's the next step. I already talked to you guys about this, right? It's the next step after SegWit in the plan of making BTC private. I mentioned this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not. It, it it's it's not going to be anywhere. It's not ring signatures. It's not, it's kind of like it, but it's not at all at the same time. It's just, it's, uh, it's no ring CT and definitely no stealth addresses. But definitely we should be there to, 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 to motivate and to support the taproots initiative because they're gonna have a fight up against these institutional bastards like Sailor and them that are calling in for more blockchain analytics in BTC. So we should, as a privacy, as the privacy coin communities, we should support what they're doing in Taproots. Now, when we talk about Bitcoin, Bitcoin and not changing Bitcoin into a privacy coin, because that has always been the game plan for BTC, right? At least that's been the what they've said that they're doing, right? For the, you know, everything that they've done is Lightning Network for privacy. Although I don't agree with it that it, it works for privacy. This is what they've said. Um Taproots for privacy. I already talked about it. It's not going to be anywhere near nothing. It's not, not comparison at all to Monero or Pyrotain, but it's a step in the right direction, but that's their been their motivation. Okay, cool. Do that support them in that. But if we're talking about Bitcoin, Bitcoin, um, I really love what's happening in Bitcoin SV, Bitcoin Satoshi vision. The level of entrepreneurship is amazing. This is where I put on like my, I I, I step away from agorism and I move to objectivism and I put on my objectivist Randian hat and I see them being the objectivists that you would expect them to be. They're using the law. They're getting patents. They're seeking government favoritism. They're expanding the, they're expanding entrepreneurship on chain. I just wrote an article and all of uh, not an article, but a whole analysis of all of the entrepreneurship happening in BSV. It's fucking amazing. BSV has the best um, economic incentives in all of crypto for entrepreneurship. Better in Ethereum. Better than anywhere else. Really, it's it's just uh, you can do smart contracts using Bitcoin Script. Uh, you can do on, on BSV. Uh, Bitcoin SV, the perspective of BSV is that Bitcoin in its original design is perfect, should never have been messed with, works just the way it is. Bitcoin was never supposed to be a privacy coin. It's supposed to be a truth machine of honesty to keep people accountable. It's extreme capitalism that seeks to make even nation states, governments, banks, everyone in the world, communists, everyone their business partners or their or their actual customers or clients. It's the place where what I always understood Bitcoin after I realized I, I try to help I try to help out a lot of early privacy initiatives in Bitcoin. Um, I, I was um, Cody Wilson's a buddy of mine back in the day. Cody's watching this. God bless you, Cody. I hope everything's well. Um, I really wanted I've been I was really there to help Cody and yeah, what he needed. Come in? shout out to Cody Wilson for sure. Yeah. Um and Dark Wallet and Libitcoin, I helped them as much as I could in sourcing capital for that initiative. But I realized soon after that Bitcoin was never meant to be a privacy coin. And in order to do things right, shortly after them leaving the project of Libitcoin and, and Dark Wallet. Monero came into the scene and we all just went to Monero because you have to do it by default, the protocol level. So I knew then that Bitcoin was never meant to be a privacy coin. That was my attempt, along with coding them. That was my attempt of trying to make Bitcoin a privacy coin. It's, it's not supposed to be a privacy coin. So if you take Bitcoin as it is and you understand what it is for. In the white paper, just as it is, Bitcoin's killer application is entrepreneurship and it's a very different type of entrepreneurship it's an entrepreneurship that we've never seen in the world before it's an entrepreneurship where the miners are the back end of your business as an entrepreneur it's an entrepreneurship where you compete with big tech right away where you don't need funding from silicon valley where you right away can compete with amazon google and facebook so it's and extreme capitalism where the miners become your server farms and this is when Bitcoin is at scale I'm talking about Bitcoin at scale when miners are gold are completely free right free to expand however they want without any developers telling them you shouldn't do that or we should limit the the, 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 the extent of mining capabilities for the sake of decentralization there's a place for that. And that to me is called Monero privacy coins. Yeah, for the sake of decentralization and privacy, we need to, you know, that there's that is justified there. But when we talk about Bitcoin and what Bitcoin was designed for in its original form, we're talking about miners becoming giant enterprises. And so I was talking to my buddy, one of the early Bitcoiners from BitPay, one of the BitPay uh, early guys, Eric Martindelli, who's building amazing second layer for BTC called Fabric right now. Um, and he's a BTC maximalist. and he says, well, how many how many is how much decentralization is enough? And I told him, how many car companies are enough. Let the market decide. right? We have like twenty yeah. around twenty car companies in the world, and they all provide us with a very competitive good vehicle in the market. So in the same way, let there be as however many actual mining enterprises in the future in Bitcoin's original design at scale and let and let the market decide. The cool thing is, is that I can plug in as a startup. I can I don't need a I don't need a small server infrastructure and miners in the future are going to be giant data centers. And whoever gives me the best rates, I plug in with them set up the front end, I don't need Silicon Valley, and right away, I compete with Google, Amazon, Facebook, Twitter. Isn't that fucking awesome? And so that in itself, in my opinion, is really what scares the shit out of the establishment. Bitcoin's original design at scale. And my conspiracy ass has this theory. You guys wanna hear it? And obviously conspiracy in reality means research. My research has led me to this conclusion, right? My research has led me to the conclusion that there is a huge psyop in Bitcoin because Silicon Valley and the powers that shouldn't be got scared of the entrepreneurial abilities found in Bitcoin's original design. So what they did was that they had everyone, and I don't, I'm not gonna judge anyone because people have good intentions. For, I, ju- I think people are, they trick people to focus on the coin aspect of Bitcoin and they did not want you people to focus on the computational aspect of Bitcoin. That is the bit aspect of Bitcoin. So that's why Bitcoin Cash and BTC focus on the coin aspect of Bitcoin. But both of those endeavors are dead ends because neither of them can give you digital gold or digital cash. Both of them are half-assed. If you really want digital gold and digital cash, you have to start from scratch and do it right. And that's why we have Nicholas von Saberhagen. That's why we have Monero. And now we have also another technology, um, Pirate Chain, right? ZK-SNARKs at the protocol level by default. So when I let go of the idea of trying to make put Bitcoin into this box that it wasn't created for, and I accepted Bitcoin for what it was, and I started really understanding Bitcoin in its totality. I discovered everything people were talking about in the early days of Bitcoin. Bitcoin's computational power. Then I started asking myself, why the hell did the... Why the heck did the uh, core devs disable all these opcodes that allowed you to do smart contracts on B, on Bitcoin, that allowed you to, um, to scale on-chain? Why was there an artificial limit? of one megabyte imposed on the network in BTC. I'll give them plausible deniability and say that they had good intentions because they needed to create, they they, they had good intentions and they went along with the rhetoric for decentralization and the rhetoric for privacy. But this is just rhetoric. If you really want to do it right, you got to do it the way Monero did it. But if you uh, accept Bitcoin in the way that Bitcoin was created by Satoshi and you understand that Bitcoin was, is not there to give you ultimate anonymity, but it gives you privacy. Bitcoin gives you privacy in its original form. It does. At scale, it gives you a lot of privacy. That's section 10 of the white paper. Read it. Section 10 of Bit- Satoshi's white paper shows you Satoshi's plan for privacy on Bitcoin at scale. But it requires microtransactions and transactions tiny transactions an example of this we see now in bsv in bsv i had an uh, interview with the ceo of Handcash, and he told me how this is how the privacy model works this is just one of many examples you have one wallet here one wallet there this wallet fires up a hundred thousand utxo sets 100 wow. nano transactions, and this one right here, boom 100,000 wallets uh, addresses at the receiver, boom. And all you see from the outside is 100,000 nano transactions, not even micro transactions, nano transactions. Now in BSV, they even gave it a new name. They're not even talking about Satoshis, they're talking about dudos, d-u-r-o's, doodles, duros. duros, duros. And all you see from, if you're doing blockchain analytics, you see a hundred thousand nano transactions go to a hundred thousand addresses. You added all that up, You might've sent the whole Bitcoin, right? But from to the outsider, the outsider would never know. I went from one wallet to another, but that's because, but that's because those are the abilities that you can have with Bitcoin's original design at scale. When, and that also has to do with um, with the UTXO set provided for in having the chain of digital signature, section 2 of Satoshi's white paper, something that was removed in Segway. So it doesn't give you anonymity. Get that straight, guys. It doesn't give you anonymity. BSV will never give you anonymity. It will always it will give you privacy. It will give you pseud- pseudonym anonymity because you can always change wallets and you don't know who's the owner of a wallet, unless you tell someone, this is my wallet that belongs to me. But what you do have is um, the, this design is to be the design for Bitcoin in its original design is to be a truth machine. That if we think, let's say someone is doing something fucking horrible with, B, with Bitcoin in its original form, BSV, something horrible, and we got to go after these assholes because they're Selling children or some shit like that. Is it worth doing the blockchain analytics to to track and trace? Is it worth the proof of work? Is is a cost benefit analysis? Is it worth going after these assholes that are doing that? Yeah. Will it be hard to do that because now you know there's a hundred thousand nano transactions just moving everywhere and we don't know which one. Yeah. Is it worth doing the forensics for that? Heck yeah. So you spend the money and you do the proof, of, you do the blockchain analytics, you do the proof of work to figure that out. So what I want to answer your question, I want a world where governments and every social interaction in your public life is done on BSV. I don't want governments using Monero. I don't want governments using Pirate Chain. <laughs> Those people are horrible. Those people love evading <laughs> responsibility. Those people, fuck, you! imagine the deep state with Monero and Pirate Chain in their hands, the crazy shit that they can get away with. I don't want that. If you are going to be in some public form, if you run a charity, if you take care of children, like maybe orphans, and people are trusting you with their money, if you are, even in business, and even in like social media, I don't know, whatever you want to do, something public, BSV would be my choice. Private, my personal life, my personal life, privacy coins. So that's what I. That's the future that I want in for for big for crypto. I could be wrong, but that's where I'm at, and 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 that's why I have the team that I have. I don't agree with my team sometimes, and they don't agree with me. Today itself, uh, Ed Bugos and I went back and forth regarding a similar topic of this, because we are open to discussion, respectful, because we're not a, we're not a sounding board, we're not an echo chamber. These are my opinions, not the opinions of the crypto vigilante. The crypto vigilante is a group of. We of me, Jeff, Ed, Mr. Mr. W X Y Z and a now. And it's the aggregate of that research of everyone. I'm just the most public person, obviously, because most of these other guys really like their opsec and, I res- and we respect that. But this is just my perspective, my personal perspective. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, now, when, when you're talking about like all the microtransactions and stuff, that it, it kind of sounded like um, cash fusion in a way where you've got all these UTXOs, mixers, right? Um,
0: but it's not a mixer. It's Yeah. Just yeah one it, wallet it, sending it to another wallet.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, so what i guess my question is what is the exact difference between this and and like a cash fusion for like bitcoin cash
0: well cash fusion is is coinjoin really that's what really what it is i'm not talking about coin fusion or okay. coin yeah i'm not i'm not talking about that i'm talking about the difference here is that the wallet architecture given to us by satoshi in its original form allows us to do things that people have never dared to do you guys really wanna understand all these things um, and what's possible really, check out my interview with Alex Agut, the CEO of, of Handcash. It'll blow you guys away. Um, so uh, I, it's funny because, to me, because I see that a lot of the things that they're trying to do with the Lightning Network, in my opinion, whereas always we were always able to do with bitcoin wallets amongst wallets how does that work Raph? well this is how it works section two of the white paper shows you the chain of digital signatures even satoshi even drew it out for everyone like literally it shows you how the utx the chain of digital signatures the same chain of digital signatures is like another cryptographic layer in protecting bitcoin transactions so not only do you have the attestation that happens in the blockchain, in every block of time, right? That we're like time stamping the ten- transactions every 10 minutes. But we also have the chain of digital signatures that goes from one signature, one ch- one to another, one to another. That So much so that if us three would go to Mars tomorrow with Bitcoin, with BSV in its original form, Bitcoin is original, we have BSV wallets. We could be sending back and forth money to each other. We can live there for years and have an economy sending Bitcoin, BSV back and forth to each other. Boom, 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 boom. Because it's this chain of digital signatures. We're trusting the chain of digital signatures. The chain of digital signatures says, this is what it really says, that proof of work has been performed on the network in the past. Therefore, this chain of digital signatures is trustworthy because it was in the past, all, all the energy spent in the past, supports the chain of digital signatures that follows me on the future. So what I can do you we we're in Mars we form our economy we go up there we you know we all take women you know each one of us has nine <laughs> women because we decide to become Martian Mormons or something. We have <laughs> giant families and we create a civilization, right, in Mars. Then We expand our life expectancy. We come back to Earth 5,000 years later, us three here, and then we settle on chain. Everything that we did in Mars for the past thousand years or whatever, come back, settle on chain. That's it. You could see see that architecture. It's almost like the wallet was always a, gave you the possibility of it being a second layer as well. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think it's, I got it. It's really it.
0: interesting, dude. So, so. Yeah, so it's. um, Yeah, I'm keeping a close eye on, on lightning network development. I was at a lightning network devs meetup yesterday and it kind of got me a little sad because I saw them asking questions about how do you talk to a venture capitalist? And I'm like, oh, my God, like, dude the whole point of bitcoin cuz i understand bitcoin from the big blocker perspective is that you don't need those assholes anymore you don't need those gatekeepers anymore like the real point of bitcoin from my perspective was always that its killer app was entrepreneurship that you can use the bitcoin miners as the back end of your business dude and you can compete with amazon google and facebook and twitter like right away so to see them still like bending the knee to venture capital, the B, the BTC, like entrepreneurs that are trying to build something on the lightning network. If they ever get it going, it's, it was kind of ups- sad. And it just showed me a lot of things that, um, it made me realize that BSV is going to blow up BSV. Once people realize what's possible on BSV, it's going to blow up, dude. And BSV, the economies, it's, it functions in economies of scale. The more transactions that happen on chain, the cheaper the transaction fees are. That's how Satoshi designed it. So everything that you see in BTC, all that fucking catastrophe, was replaced by fee, and the limited this limited scarcity, the um, artificial scarcity of the of the block size. That that you don't see in BSV. Um, the chain of digital signatures also gives you the ability to having zero comp, zero confirmation transactions mm-hmm. in BSV. In Bitcoin's original design, um, and and everyone's operating under one same unit of account, one same one single blockchain. Your application on BSV leverages off the success of my application and mines to your application, and it's like everything. It, it, the more transactions that you provide the network through your through your entrepreneurship, through your startups on BSV, makes everything cheaper for all of us because now the miners have covered their cost and they can just start processing things way cheaper and actually reinvesting back in making the interconnectivity amongst wallets, video games, um, whatever we wanna build on chain even faster. Um, so yeah, dude, I think BSV is gonna blow up. I really think BSV is gonna blow up. It's just, I think, I think the reason why there's such a hard campaign against it is because the powers that shouldn't be are scared that of Bitcoin's computational power. That's really what I think.
2: Now, I know you're a big BSV guy. You know I'm I'm a, a big Bitcoin Cash guy, but um, why should I? Okay, so I and and I do hold BSV because I, I I like the project. Mainly, I hold BSV because of what you said uh, when you first came out. Um, when you first went public you had said something and i forget what it was exactly but i was like i need to hold bsv um but uh you know what you know explain the differences between bitcoin like what why not bitcoin cash why why not why not because bitcoin remember cash?
0: satoshi when he talks about the chain of digi- uh, the longest chain Whenever he talks about that and defines like what the longest chain is or whenever he talks about proof of work, he emphasizes the word honest. Honest proof of work, it has to be honest proof of work, meaning there can't be any central planning interference, there can't be any thing that like overrides proof of work in and so. In, there's a lot of ways i can answer this i'm going to try to go through all of them excuse me one thing is in bs in, in bitcoin cash they still hold to the only the coin aspect of bitcoin but they don't talk about the computational power of bitcoin and they consider that spamming the network i'm pretty sure you've heard of that oh that Oh, Twitch, that's just spamming the network. Oh, Relica, which is like the st- Instagram, relica.world, which is like Instagram on the, on the Bitcoin blockchain, that's spamming the network. Caster FM, which is like putting podcasts like this on the BSV blockchain, oh, that's, that's spamming the network. Video games like Crypto Fights, which is like Street Fighter meets Mortal Kombat on BSV where we can bet and fight for money. Oh, that's spamming the network. Um, Tonic Pow, which is like affiliate marketing on BSV, that's spamming the network. Streamanity, which is like YouTube on the Bitcoin blockchain, that's spamming the network. So so what, who are you to tell me as an entrepreneur what the fuck spamming the network is? Who are you to get in my business? Who are you to get in the business between me and the miners? That's between me and the miners, bro. That has nothing to do you, Mr. Developer. That's between me and the miners. Yeah, if I mean if they're taking fees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, do, y- y- yeah. The miners, what's the what's your problem, dude? Get out of here. So <laughs> whenever anyone wants to limit and censor the the miners in their autonomy, that's no longer Bitcoin. That's no longer Bitcoin because you are you are interfering in the proof of work. So when we had the, the hash war between BSV and Bitcoin Cash, I called out Amari and Roger Ver. In, in my newsletter, I'm like, dude, you guys checkpointed onto exchanges. The only checkpoint that we should have is the Genesis block. Amar came back and was like, no, Rafael. no, Rafael, Z, you see, Rafael? Well, there's been other checkpoints in the past. And I'm like, dude, those are things very early in Bitcoin's history that shouldn't, like, they, they, they have nothing to do with what's happening now. Honest proof of work is what Satoshi talked about. I think we lost somebody. Hello. Yeah,
2: I don't know where Dag went. Um
0: sorry. Maybe he doesn't I'm like the <laughs> <laughs> He's like fucking transparent coin. Here he is talking <laughs> about that shit surveillance coin. I agree. If y'all have that sentiment.
2: Nah, Dag Dag's the most uh open-minded. He's probably one of the most open-minded people I know. But see, what I, agree, I agree, with that? that
0: sentiment, but that's why I talked about I talk about the having a, a bullhorn envelopment, right? Like, let the objectivists embrace Bitcoin in its original design. I think Satoshi was an objectivist, Randian. Like, that is how Bitcoin... Because it makes sense, bro. It makes sense that this is the poison. Bitcoin was created as the poison through which we kill governments and politics by means of entrepreneurship and proof of work. It makes sense to me. And yeah. yeah, everything everything that B- Bitcoin Cash and BTC wanna be, that's cool too, bro. I'm all for it. They wanna be privacy coins. That's really what they wanna be at, at, at their heart. Then let's fucking do it right, man. It's called Monero and it's called Pirate Chain. Let's do it right. Let's stop, no, we're gonna do this. We're gonna, No, no, let's do it right. Otherwise it's like a intellectual game and, and it's not something real. It's not agorist. If you wanna be an agorist, you gotta get down to like the point of like, what the fuck are we doing, man? You know, you gotta do things right in the market. This can't be, you can't be playing with people's time, people's money. That's why I love Monero It just said, no, fuck it. Probably by, if it's gonna be digital gold, digital cash, private by default, the protocol level. And this is a privacy coin and, and we need it like that. Otherwise let's not, don't try to make Bitcoin into something that it is not, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it, that's my problem with Bitcoin cash. That's my problem with BTC. I, champ, I think they're good, you know, motivations. They may be just ignorant, but it is what it, what up Dag? Dag is back.
2: Dag's back.
0: What's up, Dag?
2: Let me see if he, uh...
0: Remember, we had a delay. He probably has bad connectivity. It's all those VPNs and all that Tor that he's using, man. Slowing him down.
2: How many VPNs you got? Dag three, four.
1: 50, Internet issues here today. <laughs> <laughs> no, just one. Not that fancy. <laughs> Um Sorry about that. I wasn't sure what happened there. If we, were, if you guys had to stop or what.
0: No, we kept. Now you're good. Um, we're good.
1: But uh,
2: okay, cool. Yeah, I'm back. So I, I want to talk about did. atomic swaps too. Um, cool. Did did Monero implement that yet? Or yeah, I, it's uh, Commit- Just recently, yeah. right?
0: Yeah it's uh, Samurai wallet says it's got, it says it's gonna support it. so that's cool. That's awesome. Can that's you go into uh,
2: to like tell the people like what atomic swaps exactly are? because I even have a hard time explaining it uh, myself, but but it's 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 revolutionary for sure. I mean game the changer. best
0: person that did the best explanation for it. I'm going to send you the link so you can pass it on and put it in the description below was Diego Zalazar, and he wrote it on the blog for local Monero. He explains it very well. He pretty much says that uh, an atomic swap between Monero and and BTC requires um, like a public private key configuration where the creation of one wallet to hold the coin in escrow for the other party create the necessary keys in creating the wallet of the co- counterpart and that's how you're able to do the atomic swap so it's pretty neat and uh, I'll give you the link in the description below because I I can't say that I have the most accurate and precise explanation for it simply speaking is just being able to Uh, Send money from one blockchain to another and that's it So it doesn't so if you're holding BTC, it won't anonymize the BTC But it will anonymize the user of the BTC in that they can move to Monero, right? So there should be like a secondary market that develops because most of the people I want to get out of BTC Probably are those who have tainted coin and then the question is, you know, who what kind of monero dude would want to trade their monero for a tainted btc i don't know i mean people should just definitely just stick with fungible money right I mean, that's that's so i think what's going to happen i think is that is that more than the atomic swap itself i think that monero is just the the usefulness of monero is just going to be that much more apparent The usefulness of of privacy coins like Monero and Pirate Chain.
1: All right, let's take a quick second to shout out Agorist Acres Seeds. Agoristacres.com stocks a variety of seeds for your garden or homestead. They also have really cool packaging instead of those silly paper envelopes.
2: Buy seeds with crypto, support the counter economy, and become self-sustaining today. Agorist Acres offers fast shipping so you can get started right away.
1: Make sure you use code Nexus ten at the checkout for ten percent off of your orders. Also, they will donate a portion of the sale to Agoras Nexus, helping to bring you all great content you expect. And all right, let's get on with it.
2: Yeah, definitely. I, I like the fact that you can you can just switch. So like, um, you don't even necessarily have to hold Monero. I mean, I definitely recommend it, but uh, and not financial advice, of course. But. Um, I like the fact that you can just like swap for Monero and then swap back. And it's like, okay, we have no idea, you know, nobody has no idea where where this, where my coin was, if if it was attached to me or not. So um, I like it. I like Monero not only as a coin you should hold, but I love it as a utility like that. I think it's great. Uh, I think Cakewall does does some some weird shit where you can. Um, I've done it before. I switched something to Monero and then back, and uh, I was like, this is this is awesome. But um, but yeah, I'm, I'm j- just trying to figure out. So I'll I'll definitely watch that Salzar video that you. Uh, it's it's not recommended a video.
0: It it's not a video. It's it's something he wrote. It's actually an explanation, <clears throat> like a oh, okay. real cool like essay blog whatever you want to call it like he explains atomic swaps very well for the layman Uh, i'll send it to you we put in the description below so everyone can read it at their leisure it's very well done cool cool
2: what uh and and so i guess i think pirate chain is also working on atomic swaps too is that right
0: yeah yeah they are they're accelerationists (laughs) They just go yeah, they want it all, man. Yeah, I they want it all now. So, just it's pretty me. I, I I like the pirate guys a lot. Um, they've been criticized by the monero community for not being more careful and by just being fast, fast, fast. Um, which to a certain degree, hey, that's a good guy. a that's why we're all here, right? That's a very good critique of pirate chain, and that's the reason why at the crypto vigilante, we are ever more promoting and we want to just we're trying to we're talking to we're seeing that any initiative to do audits on pirate chain code we're going to be there to to promote it to back it up to help same thing that we do with the Monero research lab right anytime that there's an initiative to like remember when hash um you guys know hash the the Monero contributor that started the initiative to have atomic swaps for Monero between Monero and BTC we were yeah. right there. We actually right away. We we, we 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 came in. We we told everyone, hey guys, this is what's happening. We helped promote the initiative, and we raised the funds. But well, we helped the Monero Research Lab raise the funds for within three days. For, like was it one day? Like in one day, we, we all the funds were necess- Like were, were raised. So in the same thing that the the Pirate Chain guys, they wanna they wanna do that. we'll, we'll do it as well. Well, 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 we're there to. To make sure that um, these awesome networks become as safe as possible for everyone to use. As fungible as possible. We need sound money. We need fungible money.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, you can't have money if it's not fungible. So um,
1: what did you have, Doug? I know I cut you off at least once, so. (laughs) <laughs> um nothing man I've been trying to keep up with the conversation. <laughs> Rafael knows his shit man. He throws a lot of uh, a lot of big words my way. Yeah, for sure. Um what uh
2: what do we see now there's about like in terms of like price and market. I know you guys do a lot of stuff at the Dollar Vigilante and and people should definitely subscribe to uh, to those if they want to see him to that and the crypto vigilante. But like and and these are very I'd say interesting times because we've got just the Fed and the government pumping as much cash through the system as possible. And yeah, they're
0: crazy, right? Like they're eat, just like
2: mm-hmm. destroying
0: themselves. Like what the fuck? It's like <laughs> like they're on a suicidal mission. And we're like the good guys. Oh, shit. What do we do? And, and, and like, what do we do? And all of a sudden, like, out of nowhere, these amazing people are like, here's sound money. Like, here's Bitcoin. <laughs> here's um, Monero. Like, yeah. Save yeah. the planet. Like, shit, man. And then they want to demonize us. Like, it, it doesn't take a rocket science to, to fucking notice that these people are like devaluing and des- destroying everything. It's fucking crazy.
2: Right? Yeah, it's, it's
1: wild, man.
2: It's extremely there, wild. There's so uh, much that,
1: like, like everything from, like, you know, just, like, everything that's wrong with, like, the world, right? Like, from, like, war to even just, like, you know, like, on a more, like, um micro level, just, like, people's personal decisions and even, like, social problems. Like, we can trace so much of it back or at least make a good argument that so much of it has to do with, you know, like, the Fed. Right, like um, just people spending habits and stuff over the last you know hundred years and everything. Like, man, we can just trace so much of it back to that. So it's just you know when you really learn like what money is and like the power of sound money, it's like oh man, I, I just see so much potential to just. I mean, just for everything
0: to be better. Yeah, like it's crazy how I didn't even know that there was a fucking show on CNBC called like the Crypto Trader. I saw that today. I saw like a thing for. Uh... Or something that happened, I guess, at the conference with Max Kaiser. I didn't even know there was a show on CNBC called The Crypto Trader. Why haven't they invited me to speak there? You know what I'm saying? Fucking, I'll ream them, dude. Because they don't. I I find most like most mainstream stuff. We're the biggest newsletter in the planet, bro. Like, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, and they don't call me or Jeff to speak. Like, that just goes to show you that these assholes just want to keep people in the dark. And that's what bothers me a lot about like BTC, anything that the, the mainstream media or these assholes in Wall Street or Silicon Valley are after. Um, yeah, they're complete. It's like, you know, it's like shit. It's like, this is my litmus test. Whoever during a Bitcoin fork, if there was, if Bitcoin was a PSYOP, which, which Jeff Berwick and I have been saying since day one that BTC was PSYOP because there's proof. There's proof that there's a huge PSYOP. We know that the KYC AML exchanges are in bed with regulators and with the powers that shouldn't be. We know that already, right? Is -hmm. this this a surprise to you watching? I don't know. Is it? Because it's not to us. It's obvious. Okay. So if KYC AML exchanges are in bed with the powers that shouldn't be, whenever there was a Bitcoin, civil war like a hash war or a fork my assessment is that whoever the exchanges gave the ticker symbol to that more than likely is not bitcoin you feel me so when we had the bitcoin cash btc civil war who got the ticker symbol by the exchanges btc when we had the fight between BSV and Bitcoin Cash, who got the ticker symbol? Who checkpointed onto exchanges? Bitcoin Cash. So, because it's convenient to them, bro. They do not want people knowing Bitcoin's computational power, man. It's crazy, dude. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Fucking crazy. But, but the 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 the, the, the ignorance, man, and the fact that these assholes, these communists, these statists, use libertarian rhetoric. They use libertarian rhetoric to get their way This is what pisses me off the most. So it might be a mind fuck to many libertarians that me. With the, that, I'm part of the crypto vigilante that you know, I run the crypto vigilante that I. That I am pro BSV It might fuck, might fuck a lot of libertarians, but not do it's because I am learned. I know that libertarianism comes in many different flavors. There's agorism, which is found in Monero. There's anarcho-capitalism, which is pretty much found everywhere. And then there's there, the objectivist and the objectivists fall within the realm of libertarian, you know, thinking. They they follow Austrian economics too, and they're they're manifesting in the world of crypto through BSV, and they should have a place too. So it's like, like no, dude, um, it's it's pretty. Really, there's a lot of anarchists in BSV guys, a lot actually. Everyone, like, everyone, like, like, everyone, like, even the CEO of Handcash told me, like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm an handicap." like, like, um, it's just wild how everyone, uh, is uh, a tax BSV. It's it's wild. It's the most attacked cryptocurrency. You would expect for Monero and Chain to be the most attacked ones because you think they're the ones that really threaten the establishment. No, dude, what really threatens the establishment is Extreme capitalism capitalism that they cannot stop capitalism that they cannot be gatekeepers of That's what scares the shit out of them Bitcoin in its original design. I know I've talked about this many times in the past And a lot of people are like, oh Raf All you always do is talk about BSV and I'm like because it fucking matters man. No one else is no one else is and so Yeah, sorry if, uh, if I talk about it too much, but it fucking matters, dude. It matters because it's what really scares the establishment and it's what really gets um people upset in crypto because i think they've been psyoped so yeah, i don't even know how i got into that rant but yeah no you're good saying? bro
2: yeah but uh <laughs> where like okay so we just had a huge uh run up and and now we're kind of dipping a little bit here um where do you think we're going to be at at the end of the year? Because, I mean, a lot of people are saying we're going to have a bull run in the fourth quarter, blah, blah, blah. It's going to kind of be like a, a 2017. These are what some of the so-called experts are are, are saying. Um, what what are your thoughts? Because, I mean, I know that that you don't have a crystal ball, right, and that there's a lot. There, I mean, with markets. But my
0: business partners are the best TAs in crypto, technical analysts in crypto.
2: Yeah, man. And that...
0: In a sense, I power exactly. like, to have a crystal ball. I have, like, the best freaking dudes. I have Ed Bugos. Like, come on, dude. Like, this guy's incredible. Um, I have Mr. X. But then, no, most, like, the, the dudes, like, the Bullbear Analytics dudes, the dudes from Bullbear Analytics are part of the team. Mr. Who is now Mr. W and Mr. A. And so, yeah. Like, so what they tell me, they they see a bull run coming. Like, they see us breaking, BTC breaking 100K for sure. Bah.
2: Nice. Uh, like, yeah. I'm not. I mean, I, I know you can't put a time frame on it, but maybe uh, if by you the want, end of, for, I can ask them to
0: come on your show if if you ever want. They can do TA for you and give you like a. You yeah
2: that, man. Yeah, I love TA show.
0: We love that. Yeah. Yeah. They do it for Monero Topia once in a while. They do it for the Monero Talk people, the Monero Talk guys, girl, couple. Yeah. I can do that. We can do that.
2: So, um, yeah. So they're thinking that Bitcoin's going to be over 100K. I mean, where would that put Monero then? Hmm. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm hundreds. not
0: a TA. I I'm the first one. If I don't know something, I'll tell you, I don't know. So by, by all means, I don't take anything I say, like, like, yeah, I like, no, nah, dude, I'm, I'm more of an investor hodler. Like I just relaxed. Like, I know this is all going to go up eventually. Like, I, you know, I thought pirate chain, I thought pirate chain was going to stay under a dollar the rest of this year, like personally. And I was like, "Oh, I have a whole year to buy under a dollar. Great. The rest of the year," and all of a sudden, boom! You know, so, so no, there's never a crystal ball. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's there's never a crystal ball. I, I don't have a crystal ball. Um, Monero. Uh, yeah, if if if, what I can say is that definitely if if we. If if what the TAs say is, is going to happen with, with BTC, yeah, then Monero could definitely break all time highs easily. I I wouldn't be surprised to see Monero at over a thousand dollars. I wouldn't. Hmm. Dude, Monero is fucking amazing, dude. Monero is like everything you want BTC to be. You know what I, I that's know also am surprised to me, man.
2: Yeah, I'm surprised like, it's ranked twenty-seven. It should be like <laughs> It should at least be in the top 10, at least. I mean,
0: there's probably, uh, again, the exchanges are, there's probably price suppression. There's probably a lot of things. I think there's price suppression. Yeah. There's got to be something going on. Um, Yeah, because um, Bitcoin maximalists, BTC maximalists, really like Monero for the most part. That's always like their secret coin. Like if they could choose one, it would be Monero. Uh, they, you know, gun to the head. Who's your favorite second coin? They all say Monero. So, yeah. but the crazy thing is, I want they just go to Monero, dude. So, yeah, it's got you can happens. do all the
2: same things with it, and you, uh, but you've got privacy, and I, there's less in circulation too. I think there's, um, what's the circulating? There's only like you can only have like 18 or 19 million of them or something. I forget yeah. the exact amount.
0: Yeah, there's there's a tiny tail end emission afterwards, like tiny. Yeah, like a
2: one percent or something.
0: Yeah, like tiny for the rest of history, which but is smart, built into their game theory to incent for the miners to always make money.
2: Yeah, just to incentivize the miners and to reward the miners. Yeah, I I really thought that was um, really innovative because you don't see that from a lot of these other coins. So
0: it was very well thought out. Also the. The the what do you call it? Dynamic block size of Monero. That's very genius because then you don't have to worry about a oh are we going to scale the block size or not? No, it's just dynamic. It just grows when it needs to. Just takes in transactions as they come. No BS. Pretty beautiful, pretty beautiful, very beautiful design. Monero is very is a very beautiful, um, uh, very beautiful design. I, I love Monero.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, I know we we both know that you're in Miami soaking up the sunshine and uh, and you've got a lot more traveling to do. um, So we're not going to keep you much longer. But uh, I did want to say again, thank you so much. And um, what else? Like if there's something that you want to tell our viewers uh, or our listeners, what what would you tell?
0: I would tell them that the most important thing that they could do in all of their journey in crypto is to educate themselves and to put themselves in an environment where you're constantly going to be challenged. Uh, Jeff Berwick and I were able to do that. We brought the best analysts in the world. We have a rockstar team. Go to Cryptovigilante.io, Then look at the uh, who is TCV and just look at the bios. I mean, these guys are incredible. They don't all agree with me, which is incredible because I don't want people agreeing with me at all. I don't want you to agree with me at all. If you're watching this, if you're a subscriber, of mine, I don't want you to just agree with me. I want you to do, come to your own conclusions. Come to your own conclusions. This is like it's ridiculous. Anyone that asks me, oh, man, what coin should I invest in? What should I I'm like, dude, stop right there? If you have to ask that question, it means you haven't done your research. Yeah. this is very that you, you're supposed to be your own bank. You're so, so you're supposed to know without having to ask anyone. So the most important investment in all of crypto is what I tell people is your education. Sit down and study. You don't need to be part of the crypto vigilante and the dollar vigilante. But it's one hell of a fucking like community. It's the biggest crypto anarchist community in the world. And you have geniuses there, man, like like geniuses, like Our subscribers amongst them are geniuses, geniuses that are, I'm just like, I have no words. I could tell you guys, there are things that I would want to say right now about the subscribers that that I don't even want to say it here because it's so like private and so cool, the people that we have, like, so what... The crypto vigilante is, is, yes, it's a newsletter. We do fundamental analysis. Yes, obviously, because people have to know how the price is, right? And what, what to expect. Ob- it's, it's an uh, obvious part of research when you're just educating people about something that's moving so fast. And in uh, this whole new market dynamic, we also do fundamental analysis. We also do applied cryptography and we teach people the latest and best, most easy to use means of staying safe on the internet. And so overall, this has become more and more uh, like what I see is a giant study group, man, just a giant study group that doesn't stop. Subscribers get at least one. Dude, almost every day there's they get a report like this is fucking phenomenal, dude. From the best freaking analysts in the world, they get a report every day on technical analysis, they get fundamental analysis all the time. Um, we are on our way now to, since we brought in all these awesome people that we looked up to, like Mr. X and I looked up to these guys. They're, I can't believe we're, they're working with us. I can't give you their names because you guys know, would know these people in, in the history of Monero and the history of Bitcoin, but they work with us now, but they came in with a, a different names to kind of like start from scratch and because of their own OPSEC, but it- it would in a sense it's like the the points that they scored in the past they don't bring them in because they have to they're building a new reputation new names so which is very beautiful because now you get, they have to prove yourself themselves to y'all through their proof of work and that's fucking awesome that's like the best thing you know it's like they love what they're doing they 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 they're part of this team and um yeah. I'm just, I'm just in awe, man. Like, I, I, like I said, one of these dudes, I, I, I when I met him, I thought he was Nicholas von Saberhagen. Like, like for <laughs> real, I thought he, like, for real, I think I'm like, what the? like who talks like this? Who talks about these things? Was my, the first things in my mind was like, like why? This is wild. Anyways, this dude amongst this other dude that if I were to give you his name, you guys would all know him and you guys, Oh my God. Oh my God. He's like a celebrity in crypto. in 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 crypto history uh and then these other dudes that were like the first ones in the world charting bitcoin in 2010 in the bitcoin talk forums they're part of our team as well the fucking most brilliant technical analysts in all of crypto history are part of the team so yeah man it's a giant study group and everyone's welcome to be part of it but even if you don't if you're not part of it oh and by the way we make it we, we we strive to make it the cheapest possible at this moment we're still the cheapest newsletter In all of crypto, like there's another financial newsletter charges like the other ones that I check are like $2,000 per year. The other one was $5,000 per year. And that one, I'm not even going to name it because I don't want to hurt them. $5,000 per year. And they were telling people that Monero is an ERC 20 token a couple months ago, (laughs) (laughs) they were laughing, bro. When we saw that, it was hilarious. ERC Monero and ERC 20 token. The guy said, you can use what he said, he said uh, yeah, use your metamask to, to for your monero wallet. I'm like, "What? Like what the fuck?" Uh but yeah, man. So we we want to keep it cheap and affordable always so that because crypto's for everyone and we want everyone to be educated. We are only as strong as our weakest link in our in these blockchains, no pun intended and education is where it's at. So even if you don't join us, the best investment you can make is to sit your ass down. This is all open source technology and read, study, read, study, nonstop, read, study. That's what we do all day, every day. We love it. Cool. Yeah, that's how we get better. Well, uh, you got
2: a quote, Dag? Actually, uh, you know what? La Verde probably has a, has a quote,
0: right? A, a quote? Yeah, yeah, man. And it's off yeah, with a yeah. quote, bro. Oh, dude, I have a quote. Yeah, I do have a badass quote, actually. Hey, oh, are like you guys as a crypto vigilante?
2: I uh, I was, but then I stopped, and, and now I, I'm signing yeah. up. Like when it I get paid, awesome. dude, in a couple days. it would be days.
0: awesome to have you, have you guys. You would see like the level of fucking like people, like the subscribers. There is like, these people are on point, man. I do have one. I do have one. And it revolves around everything that i was just talking about about bsv you know it has to do with bsv it has to do with um extreme capitalism dude the wi-fi here where i'm at dude is like
2: horrible i know you you think you'd get better wi-fi near like bitcoin conference and stuff right but here i
0: I think i think the building i'm in is like a giant faraday cage it's weird No, for real. This is I like this building a lot actually because nothing gets through these walls. It's like a giant Faraday cage. I mean you get it, but it's like really little, like really faint. So which is good. I like that. I don't want I don't like the EMF everywhere. So um one second, guys. Let me see if I can get this. One second. Maybe you guys can uh cut things out. So yeah,
1: it's just vamp. <laughs>
0: Got it. You guys yes. want me to read it? Hell yeah. All right. Capitalism is the Hell fullest. Yeah. I'm, here. I'm ready. You guys ready? You guys ready? This is Murray Rothbard, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. late <laughs> on me. Capitalism is the fullest expression of anarchism and anarchism is the fullest expression of capitalism. Not only are they compatible, but you can't really have one without the other. True anarchism will be capitalism, and true capitalism will be anarchism. Murray Rothbard.
2: Hell yeah! Thanks, Alverde. Yeah. Always an honor, man.
0: Thanks, dude. Yeah. Great talking to you guys. Yeah, it would be great. Um, wait, let's, you too, man. Yeah, let's look. I, I I talk to people, but I have I have such a limited time that I only reserve it for my interacted with my subscribers but i would definitely like to interact with you guys more and that's why i would like for you guys to yeah if you you know jump on in the community it's a giant research group dude that's really what it is giant study group like pretend you're in college and you're just like studying crypto all day long you know that's pretty much what it is so it's it's really amazing dude so
2: yeah yeah when i get on i'll uh i'll mail you my credentials to prove it to you but uh because uh yeah, I will. I will we, be.
0: We, we are I will be Telegram. hopping on. We are on Telegram. We have a Telegram private channel that you get to uh, be part of as a subscriber for both the Dollar Vigilante and the Crypto Vigilante. Um, you get in through the members area once you log in with your membership, and you'll see a drop, a drop, and you put your 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 Telegram name, right? Your your handle, and then you would be added to the channel. Um, but we're moving beyond Telegram. Our back, back, backend team is creating, it's another infrastructure for all of us in the community. That's a lot more private, uh, extremely more private. Like we're building it on our own. It's gonna be freaking phenomenal. I can't, I'm not even gonna say what technology we're using or whatever. I'm just saying it's freaking phenomenal. It should be ready soon. Stay tuned for that. And yeah, thank you for having me guys. It has been a blast. Really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thanks bro. Agorch next is out.
1: Thanks, dude.
0: Peace. Peace.